Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Play Along Podcast. I'm your host, Jared, and I'm here with Kairu and Benji. I got that, was very, that was a very relaxed intro. Right? I should have kept the, the deep going like, hey, welcome to Play Along Hello, friends. How you doing? That bit. There's, there's the one play, of the play along boys are in some trouble today. Play along uh, boys are in some trouble today. As you can see, I'm in. Well, for those of you who watch the podcast instead of listen to the podcast, youtube.com slash we're all podcast. in the same outfits. Do with that shit. I didn't change my shirt as you want, but whatever that means. Uh, but we're glad you're here and we're glad you're listening. Uh, yeah. Tuning in from wherever you are in the world. Uh, here at the Play Along Podcast, we play through games in a book club fashion. Um, and we have some spoileronies. Uh, so if you don't want to hear those spoileronies for Chrono Trigger, which, you know, couldn't imagine that there's anyone out there who cares, but maybe, uh, then don't listen to this podcast. You can just skip to one of our previous uh, games that we've played through and listen to that instead and give us a five star review. Uh, wherever you want to, wherever you can find us on Deezer, uh, I'm sure we're on there and everywhere else in the world. And also, uh, go go find our social medias. We're on the Instagram, we're on the Twitter. Uh, where where we can have you find Discord. those social medias? You can find those dis- You can find those social medias in our link tree on our Instagram uh, or our Twitter, which is confusing because the only way you can find the link to our social it's media underneath this podcast yeah oh it's underneath this podcast or above it's his, it's his, his first po- day he just works here okay he just works yeah here. <laughs> yeah uh well technically it's it's below or above it depends on what platform you're on or maybe not at all i mean who knows what android users do with their life hey or, i think they just listen them. you are you an android user yeah hey, you got a pixel 5 baby Ooh, gross um okay well, that's cool. We also have a Patreon so that we can actually get Ben a real big boy phone uh, instead of having to use an Android. So if you pay us money, we'll get him an iPhone one day. Uh, $2 a month gets you access to bonus content like the Breath of the Wild episode. Because guess what? I know we advertised it on the last episode, but this is the same day. If you haven't got that, that's the joke I'm making. It's the same fucking day. Get with the program. Or you can pay $5 a month, and $5 gets you access to an exclusive D&D campaign that we're playing through that's video game themed uh, with a couple of friends of ours. And if that doesn't sound like the best fucking time of your life, I don't know what to tell you. It's a good time. Uh, it's definitely better money spent than buying uh, you know, copies of Chrono Trigger. I can tell you that. Uh, anyway, this has been the sub-intro of the intro, hosted by moi, Kai, one and only uh, and now let's dive into a game i don't remember because i was so blasted last night that uh, it's kind of a blur take it away boys you 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 know if there's been any indication that this is a second recording we're doing on the same day it's kai <laughs> doing the intro and being very vocal at the very beginning of this episode yeah, if, if you listen to the last week's episode yeah exactly talking. listen to that <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he's awake. Yep. He's functioning. We've recorded a, a, a two-hour episode before. It's not two hours, but that's how long you're recording. It felt like uh, it. <laughs> but yeah, we're gonna keep that in. You did a great job. Fantastic. Thank First you. day on the job. I, I think you're chilling it. it. You 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 smashed it, everybody. Yeah, Maybe one day I'll be converted company. from intern to full time. <laughs> I don't we'll wait, we're still we're, we're, we're looking at other opportunities. Gotta get Ben right the now, iPhone so. first before we hire yeah, anyone right, else. Right. I understand. Okay, Ben, would you ever are you, are you would you ever be convinced to go to iPhone or are you just like Fuck no. <laughs> Android boy all the way? No, my my previous job, I had to use an iPhone as a company phone, and I detested it. But see, the issue is that it's just it's it. just different initially because I I I had an I think I had an iPhone four and then I switched to Android and then that switch was weird because it's Android. But then I had Android for like 
what felt like forever. And then I finally got an iPhone. I think I got the 12 or something was my next one since Android. And that was a weird switch again. But then once you get used to it, it's fine. I used it for like two months. Uh, iPhone 10XR and I fucking hated it. You can't uh, download uh, emulators as easily on, on, on iPhones, yeah. let me tell you. No, I'm just, I'm, I'm very, uh, <laughs> I've been, I've been pro Android from day one because I have good taste, okay. so. I, it's okay, I we'll change your point. Okay, first of all, the only two people who use Androids are virgins and people who can't afford iPhones, <laughs> so shut the fuck up about good taste. <laughs> Secondly, do you see how hard they're avoiding talking about Chrono Trigger because no one knows what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Literally anything else. They're like, iPhone, I don't care. We'll talk, we'll, we'll just riff to fill time. Okay, we, should, we, should, uh, we should do a bonus me... episode debate on, on Android phone versus iPhone. That would be really fun. We'll do that. Um, let me... Okay. Uh, <laughs> Let me level with you guys, like the audience beforehand, okay? Um, this entire leg we're about to cover is just fucking weird. I don't it's know wild. what's happening. I, I I was not blasted, and I feel like I was just you having... Feel like you were? You felt like you came to another higher mental being by playing I through got to, I got to uh, not necessarily a higher being. I feel like I was greening out. Like, I was like playing this leg of green of chrono trigger and i was just like i don't feel good i'm not enjoying this i don't know what's happening i i i I was talking about a little pre-recording but as i was playing this there was a good 30 minutes of me just like i can attest this but just staring at the walkthrough on my phone and reading it and being like i don't know where to go i'm lost i'm reading these words but they're not making sense in my brain (laughs) i missed an entire it seems that this whole um, place that we're about to go to, this whole yeah. palace, apparently I just steamrolled through and didn't explore and didn't get a bunch of interactions that you can get. Yeah. I basically walked around, found the dude who sold new weapons, bought the new weapons, oh, and man. then ended up fighting some weird the fucking combination of like four people. Yeah. All right. So in the last episode, we uh, we oh, fucking what did we do? Oh yeah, just we did the sixty-five million. It. BC. <laughs> it's already it's already gone in my mind. It's already it's already gone. We were um, introduced to Lavos, uh, Lavos. downtown yeah. world at sixty-five million BC, and yeah, his origin story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, we fucked up it. another timeline. Yep, and, we messed up another um, timeline, and uh, we went into a new time portal, which plopped us out in 12,000 BC. So now we're in a new timeline, which is where we are now. As we exit the cave, we are in a very snow-capped area. Everything's all snowy and sparkly. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's about where my memory of this <laughs> section is. <laughs> you, this is going to be rough. Know. Okay. No, no, no. I, I, I know that you... like cave right um that is essentially a very very tiny cave and as you come out you are in so correct me if i'm wrong right it is almost it we're basically always coming to the same continent just yeah, in it's different like we're, time we're, when we're traveling through time it's all just the exact same continent so we're still on the continent that we were before we're just in a different time period yes and it's absolutely hammering down with snow it's like a blizzard the whole place is um almost looks like an ice age yeah there's not a lot of stuff around here at all no but there is 
a very strange futuristic looking dome place with bright shiny rgb lights and as a capital g gamer i was like oh wow rgb yeah, g fuel in there probably that's where let's i have go, to need to go, go hydrate up bro i had g fuel for the first time yesterday How and it? uh it's okay it's not terrible i've never had g fuel not a real gamer so I, yeah i i bought some flavored sachets to try um there was one called phase berry i did not like the idea of drinking something called phase berry um so i i i drank actual phase clan sponsored yeah oh yeah i drank um uh rage gummy fish or something i don't know g fool can we get our own flavor can we get a play along pod flavor that'd be amazing what would flavor be just was the candle wax or gasoline (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm gonna be honest some of the things i've said have probably prevented us ever from getting sponsors and that's on me maybe yo if phase claim can get a sponsorship we can get one too it's okay (laughs) i I just called the entire country of turkey homophobic on the last episode so you know (laughs) (laughs) maybe not gonna get a phase (laughs) yo if if esports players that groom little kids can get flavors i think we can too balls (laughs) in your court g fuel how are you gonna (laughs) respond to that if Ms. Kiff can uh, cover up the sexual assault of a fellow streamer and oh, yeah, yeah, still be a content creator. We're just calling out everybody about, here in the podcast. Let's talk about... Uh, no, we're talking about Chrono uh, Trigger. No, we're not we're talking about Twitch. Ms. Kiff. Ms. Kiff and covering up for his fucking sexual abuse. Okay, I'm mate. confused. Why is, why is 12,000 BC more futuristic than the future we went to? This is the part I don't understand because we went to the RGB thing and like everything is gold. And it mm-hmm. looks like, like, if society, you know, we're, means... we're in a, and I, I made this joke, we're in a sky city after we go into this. And I made the one piece joke that we're in Skypea because it, we went to the sky and it was, it was cool. It was, that, was, that was the end of it. Um, but now we're in, in Hasa, which is the, the first city that we reach in this, this sky city. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm under the assumption something happened to these structures for them not to be there in 600 AD. Yep. Right, sure. yeah. Because mm-hmm. so, are are we all on the same page there that something happened to this place that got rid of these structures? Yeah, and is it one of those like future? Record, like... It was us. We yeah. are going to do <laughs> yes, something exactly. to destroy is the it, sky utopia. Is it like a Horizon Zero Dawn where like they were futuristic here, but something happened that like brought us back, and now we're not. That's why we're not as advanced in like six hundred and thousand that we were in twelve thousand BC. It's possible. Oh, maybe, maybe. But I mean, it, this place is definitely up in the clouds, right? Because they call it a sky bridge. Are we? Are so we not? Are we not convinced that twelve thousand BC is in the future? What is this? Oh, it's eighty. Okay, never mind. It is. It is in the past. If you ever needed a quote to sum up the American education system, <laughs> that was it. Are we? Are we sure that BC does not stand for before Christ? Are we? I don't know. My, my confusion was I couldn't remember if it was BC or AD. I didn't know if this was like we were just all confused and this was in the future, no, but no, before. No, it's, okay. it's, no, this is in the past, quite significantly in the past. Nearly two thousand. It's just over two thousand years before present day, and we still have medieval fairs, but they've got fucking sky bridges yeah. and all kinds uh, of weird stuff going on. And a okay, supercar so that can travel through time. Yeah, we'll get to that. I'm, I'm reading this walkthrough here. So when you when you get into Inhasa, as you talk to people, they they allude to this uh, doorway of destiny that's hidden somewhere in here. 
uh, this is the part that I don't remember at all. It says, you'll, you'll meet a rather sullen boy who predicts one of your party members will shortly perish. Yes. No recollection you, of that. You are walking through this. Um, it's like a golden city. It's like what Kai was saying. Yeah, but it, it's kind of, it kind of looks like a library. It's really weird. Yeah. Um, and they call it a city. It's more like a big building than anything. Yeah. And you walk past this little dude. You go up these set of stairs and... This dude comes along and he's being followed by a blue cat and he looks at you and it's just like dot, dot, dot. And you're like dot, dot, dot. And he's like, one of you will die. And then just walks off and you're like, oh, okay. All right. Cool, kid. Thanks. Um, And it turns out he is the prince. He is the son of the queen Mm -hmm. who we later meet. Um, And there's talk at some point about how he can... Is it is it is it Janus? Is that who it is? Janus, there you go. My oh, name's Janus. Janus. <laughs> Janus. Um, and he he has like some third eye ability where he can like premonin like guess the future, and he he knows what's gonna happen before it happens. Mm. Yeah. So if we take it at face value, you know, really one of our characters that will die. Uh, it's time, time travel. travel. Yeah. If yeah, only there house. was a giant egg that could traverse. Time. If only, yeah, one of your characters will die. Uh, it's not a problem. We can just go back and save them. It's, <laughs> we can take, 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 it's take not the a big deal. Egg. Back in time. Yeah. So. The other thing we learned about is the black bird, which I don't black know what the black. No, nope, I didn't. Like I told you, mate. I literally just be through this, this kid. He was like, "One of you's gonna die." I spoke to some NPCs, and they were like, "Oh, uh, you know." This, this, this. The queen's a bitch. Blah, 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 yeah. blah. And I just walked through the the right. the overall um the overall sense that you get from the place is that basically the queen is tyrannical and yeah. is um essentially locking up people who oppose her, and then those people are disappearing and never being seen from again. And there's a whole big thing about how you don't want to get summoned to see the queen. You don't want to piss off the queen because basically she'll poot in you and then you'll just like never be seen from again. Like nobody will ever know where you've gone. Yeah. Yeah. We also um, need some context that, uh, that, that, that the sky people know magic and that's why yeah. they're sky people and the ground people yeah. don't know magic exists. So we're like, mm, that's where it comes from. The... Yeah, I kind of miss because it seems like you can tackle this, not necessarily in any order, but if you explore in Hasa, you can move on to other sections because I didn't really do any of this stuff. You can look at elemental books in this section, you can talk to NPCs, you can do like these battles. But we alluded to it in the last episode, we kept talking about these blueberries, they're called news, and NU mm-hmm. is kind of We've what they're killed called. them before. Yeah. But there are these talking blueberries that are that are in this castle. But like yes. I just beeline to the next section, which is which is Kajar. So Help I Kajar. didn't even do Kajar. I yeah. literally went from Inhasa straight to straight Zeal to Palace. Interesting. Um I didn't even like I must have walked past it or something. I did not. Kajar do is when we find out about that. We find out that the, the cloud sky people are the ones that have magic, and that the people down on the ground yeah. don't have any access to magic. We're, we talked to a There's guy named Dalton, this... and he's the one that tells us that. <laughs> Dalton, but, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, you're talking about like the the bookcase stuff. Like a nearby bookcase will lower enter to find uh, the black rock. The black rock is an accessory which, when equipped, when equipped, unlocks a triple tech 
called Dark Eternal. However, you only have two characters who can equip it. Interesting, don't you think? So we're going to gain a character, I guess, says Walkthrough. It's Magus. Not, I have a feeling it's Magus. It's Magus. Yeah. No comment. I know who it is. It's Magus. Cool. It is. Uh, and then you go to Zeal Palace. Uh, yeah. The, so the only is thing... Kajar, is Kajar just the... Kajar, Kajar is the, black, the, the magic, black bird, essentially. Like... Yeah. The, 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 we're, they're talking about the, the black bird and anything like that. It's essentially like a giant ship. Like you're standing on it, this wooden platform, there's a bunch of clouds below. You kind of see it in the screenshot there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's what it's like this giant ship that is built by the Guru Beltazar in the city of Kajar, where magic is studied in a cave which leads to the palace of Queen Zeal. Yeah, that's the queen. Cool. Yeah, because it spoke about this how um, you talk to cool. a sleeping new who says, Water summons wind, wind makes yes, fire. Dance. I do remember that. Um, I, I did not, and I'm not even like, I genuinely did not do any of this. If it I seems did, like I so much of this is optional because I, I pretty much got to the end of this relatively quickly. The only thing I remember is you talk to a new and he asks you to scratch his back, and then mm-hmm. I am what I can only imagine to is an orgasm happens afterward because that's what it seems yes. like. So you you go into the cave, and the cave uh, basically summons you up, and you go across the bridge, and you end up in Zeal Palace. Now the whole yes. point of Zeal Palace is that you're not supposed to be there. It's like, no, no zone, forbidden, you don't go there. But we end up there. And so you learn that Lavos is uh, the energy. Basically, Lavos is in the center of the earth Mm -hmm. and is feeding off of the energy of the earth. He's essentially a parasite. And these people that they call the enlightened ones are siphoning his energy through a machine that then gives them access to magic. That was how I understood it. What the fuck is happening? Well, okay, hold, on, hold, hold on. I will say, this does make sense why uh, Isla can't learn magic because magic didn't exist until Lavos crashed so into there, the Earth. So there was a time period in which, in which magic started, which yeah, was so Lavos, Lavos the, Earth. the creator of the magic, then right. yes. that's what's happening. However, It's not that she predates magic. She predates this... Mammon machine that no, lets you siphon magic. I giveth with one hand and I taketh with the other. Uh, well, that does make sense that there was no magic. It also means that before Lavos crashed into the planet, we shouldn't have been able to use magic because if magic is siphoning off his power, he wasn't there yet. And we had characters who were just True. using magic in their moves while fighting in 65 million BC before Lavos crashed, and they shouldn't been able to. Because that would have been ma- the only reason magic exists sense. because it's siphoned through Lavos. That would have been cool, then. is that before we knew magic, but before Lavos's crash into Earth, we weren't able to use it. Correct. Would that, that would not make very upset cool. if you were like got into boss fight? Like say we just like, crash in sixty five million BC and you go to fight random enemies and you're like your lightning too is just like grayed out. And yeah, like, don't get me like, wrong, I'd I'd out. be pissed, but then when Lavos crashed into the Earth, the which context. was the only real thing that come from the 65 million BC leg beforehand, yeah. and then we meet these enlightened ones, and they say, oh, well, we know of Lavos, and we're siphoning off of him, and it gives us the power of magic. I'd right. be like, oh, shit, okay. That's why I couldn't fucking do it. Yeah. Um, but yes, you basically are... So you... What happened for me was I went into the palace, mm. and uh, you can 
tag in if anything else happens that you remember. But I remember yeah. going into the palace and walking around talking to a bunch of people, and I spoke to um, a girl who was in the same room as that Janus or whatever his name is, the prince. Yes. And a woman comes in and is like, your mother wants to speak to you. And basically summons the princess away. Right. We learn that she's she's the princess because they allude that the queen is the one that wants to talk to her. Yes. And the princess is a little bit worried because obviously her mum is kind of tyrannical and everything. And so we need to gain access to the queen's room, which is where she meets everyone and has all of her meetings. But we can't get there. But what we see beforehand is that somebody holds up a blue pendant, which opens the door. We learned her name, Shala. Shala. There you go. Thank you. So she holds up this pendant that opens the door. So we go to go up to the door and we're like, all right, cool. We have the same pendant. We hold it up. Doesn't do anything. So then we are now tasked with finding this mammon machine which is why we scratch the news back because he gives us a hint as to where the machine is we then go to the machine we bathe the pendant in the light of the machine which now gives us the ability to not open not only open that door but to open any door that has has like that crest on it's like like the family crest or something like that like their family seal i thought it was the fucking witcher quest from it does look like the witcher logo like the gerald has on his fucking necklace um but we can also open those chests that we've seen around the world that say that we can't open them because there's a weird magical force yeah so the the pendant which we learned is kind of, is is the pendant that uh, Marley had in the very beginning. It's kind of like a descendant of that. The gurus are the ones that created this pendant made for Shala specifically, and that we learned that the pendant along with the the man machine are made out of dreamstone, which is what we use to oh, uh, reassemble nice. the Ma- Masamune. Yeah. So Masamune should be magical then. So why couldn't we... Oh, because we hadn't... Oh, yeah, don't worry. I was going to be like, why couldn't we use the Masamune to open the boxes, but we hadn't put it into this Mamamon machine? Yeah, the only, and that's that's the same reason why the R-Pendant won't work, is because it's R-Pendant in combination with the Mammon machine is what gives the Pendant the power to open these doors and open these chests and essentially imbue magic into the item. Would that mean that because the Mammon machine actually, is supposed uh, to be siphoning magic from Lapos, If we put Masamune in this, it'll actually be an effective weapon. Instead of just being a pointless plot tool that can cut mountains in half, but yet can't do any damage to anything can't else. Can't be the, 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 the weird, like, ape uh, dragon things in the last episode, or is that in this one? I don't know if I can remember. Exactly. Who knows? <laughs> but um, we, um, we now charge up a J.O. crystal, and we can go and open the door. Have you not heard about that? Okay, I will educate you in the, the internet meme of the J.O. crystal at some point. But okay. um, you... Now, basically, yeah, you can open up the door that leads to the queen's room, yeah. and that gives us access to the princess, uh, the queen, and everybody else that's in there. There's like, what, another three or four people in there? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Also, once we go through that door, there's the, there's no going back. Like, they, the they prompted there's return. no going back after this. Right. Yeah, well. and I, I bought a bunch of weapons beforehand, so I did have, like, 65,000 gold um and then i bought like a new sword for chrono i bought a new weapon for robo i bought didn't do any of this um there's like new armor you can buy for 
Yeah. Everyone is like a magic road. It also road tells you, at least in the walkthrough, that you can come back to this area later, but it says it's much later. So once you charge up your pendant, then and you go through the door, you won't be able to come back here for a very long time. So good to mm-hmm. know that I messed that up. Did you not like save state? Could you like go back and? I, I could, but it's interesting on Open point, MU. No, <laughs> yeah, in Open MU, it like lists all of your save states, but they're just numbered. So I have like a huge long list of numbered save states. I'm like, oh, I know shit. the top ones where I ended, but <laughs> oh, okay, I, right. I can go through each of them and click them and see which one is in that area. But no, um, yeah. As we go through the door, we now have to fight the boss for this section, which is the golem. Mm-hmm. Now, do you remember what happens? I know we walk through the door. I know <laughs> the hold, hold hold on, hold on, hold on. We walk through the door and mm-hmm. Shala is is there and Janice is there as well. And the queen's like, mm-hmm. Ooh, you bad. And then she summons the golem and we fight the golem. Uh partially correct. What yeah. happens is um we walk in and yeah. Shala's there and Janice is there and the queen's like, Ooh, you shouldn't be here. And oh, then man, I was right. one of the other people goes my queen these are the troublemakers i was telling you about these are the harbingers of doom we have to get rid of them and i i thought that was magus i thought that magus had ended up there and was trying to fucking get rid of us because he had a good thing going and he was getting magic and everything from lavos and he was gonna try and finish the plan that we interrupted um it's not magus as far as i'm aware at this point of the game um, and then what happens is the queen is like, oh, well, if they're the harbingers of doom, we'll have to kill them. And her and her three uh, counselors, Dragon Ball Z fuse into the golem, and we are now tasked with fighting the golem. Ben, another, we I made a Yu-Gi-Oh card reference in the last episode. There's going to be another one now. What is the card that's like the three elemental golems and they stack on top of each other? It's very like OG Oh, Gate Yu-Gi-Oh. Guardian. The Gate Guardians. That's what this reminded me of. Gate yeah, Guardians. you've got like a an Earth, Wind. Like earth, and... Wind and, is it Earth, Wind, and Fire? No, one of no. them is Water. Well, yeah, it's Water, Air, and Electricity, earth. I think. Or Electricity. Yeah. Something that's like what that. This yeah, but Gate, Gate Guardians yeah. from Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, I fucking lost to this guy because I was like, there is no way I'm beating this guy. Yeah, I, so, I didn't either. He has uh, He's weak against uh, elemental attacks and he has 7,000 HP, so he doesn't that have... doesn't mean shit, though, because no, he has really doesn't. Iron Orb that it just hits cuts your, your enemy. Just cuts it in half. Doesn't matter what it is. Just halves whatever its current yeah. HP is. And it will also copy... There's obviously a gimmick there that you can take advantage of. Yeah. It's it very also... similar to Magus's um, uh, game. Oh, is it? Interesting. Oh, okay, yeah. So basically, whatever you use on it... He'll use it that back. Uses that back. Okay. Yes. I, I got my fucking ass handed to me. I'm talking like... Oh, I, I, maybe I was six in this, or seven I, minutes, if that. Like, yeah, I was like, maybe. I was in this boss for very little time. And then as I like died, I was like, oh shit, we're going to be here for a while. But actually, it doesn't matter because if you lose, it still proceeds the narrative. So you're like, oh, mm-hmm. cool. You can. Uh, but if you want. Yeah. Oh, it says if you want to win, here's how you do it. But nothing actually changes whether you win or whether you no. lose. I, either way, you end up getting imprisoned. Yeah. And you are now uh, basically trapped in. Uh, the Sky Chrono Trigger equivalent of that beam of light that the face appears in in Power Rangers. 
<laughs> yeah, you're, you're probably just like floating there, like, well, this is yeah. where we die. You just you just float in in this like anti gravity beam prison, and Sharla turns up and frees you for unknown reasons. Yeah, is Sharla like Marley's descendant? Is that what we're coming to? Is that like what I like, assuming the royal assuming the royal family hasn't changed in yeah. like two thousand years? Then yes, it would be her. Her lineage is like her great, her great, lineage, great, yeah. whatever, grandmother, or whatever. Yeah, so yeah, many, yeah. so many greats. Um, but essentially, she frees us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a guy comes along and is like, show me how you arrived here. Yes. So we take him all the way back to the very first cave and we show him the time gate. Yeah, And he's like, okay, cool. Open it. And we're like, what? And he's like, open it so we open it he tells us to step inside we step inside we disappear and then Sharla is commanded to seal Seal up that gate so that it is no longer usable and she obeys and now we can't use that gate which brings up the the point of not only do we have these time gates we can travel to but people have at least in this time period I don't know if the, the knowledge of this skill carried on forward the ability to seal time gates and stop people from going to and fro, which is interesting. It puts like this red triangle around it and seals the, the orb so no one can access it or go through it. Yeah. And, and I'd assume that it's something to do with Lavos because it seems yeah. as if future like, like they have a really connection to Lavos right now, too. Yeah, and like future generations weren't aware that you could harvest energy from Lavos, which is why yeah. they didn't have magic because we didn't have magic until we met Specchio, really. And maybe that's why this this era feels like it's more advanced than the others because they've found a, a and are more physically connected to Lavos's energy through this mammon machine which has given them magic and uh, given them you know access to i guess all of this like technology but having sky cities and, and all this shit and going forward the people in the future don't have that magic still exists because of Lavos's presence you know Lavos's energy created magic but they don't have an, a way of, of of directly tampering with it or, or getting access to it I don't know about used to, but this entire section just felt fucking wild. Yeah, where, and... where the last section in the last episode felt like fillery, I wouldn't say this felt fillery. A lot of the stuff felt important, but I could not comprehend what was happening. I was trying to figure out what they were trying to go for and everything, and it just it happens confusing. so quickly. Yeah. And basically, all that happens is you learn that a race of people were siphoning energy from Lavos. And right. you bought some new weapons, and now the time gate got sealed, and you, and you can't lost go against back. the golem, and you can't go back. And that is essentially everything that happens. And people, but I guess the important thing that we we stepped over, uh, people know that we are the harbingers of doom. 
because that yeah, guy because identified they have seen us. us through through the time just destroying time over and over wanted, again they're like someone needs to the stop wall. these people yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, wait a minute you look this familiar. guy introduced us to the queen as the bringers of doom and the people who were messing everything up so people are aware that we're fucking stuff up which is probably why he got rid of us and sealed that time gate so he was like you know what just he, he knows. no just don't like you know what we should do Let's gather a ragtag team of heroes, send them back in time, and stop these heroes from doing it. And then it's just a fucking circle. And then those people are messing up time, too. Oh, my lord. You just love a bootstrap, didn't you? Fucking hell. Gotta have a bootstrap. I do like the idea of us slowly becoming the villain. And the reason for this It's not slow. We are the villain. villain. It's been happening consistently throughout this entire game. We are definitely um, at least the unintentional villain so far of this story every bad guy we've come to stop they're like we were we were trying to help did you do research before coming to this time period you just came here and started beating people up oh you didn't use frugal if you you (laughs) just frugal does she wouldn't know what we were doing bro fucking exactly you have a quick goog and you would have you would have learned everything you need to but now for some reason hey guess what guys we're back in 65 million bc (laughs) they love sending us there and correct me if i'm wrong there's no fucking reason for it whatsoever because I mean, it's like the first do... it's, it's like the first time we went there from being thrown through the portal with magus it was like 65 million bc i mean i guess oh. i guess the reason for that was we were supposed to be there to learn the origins of lavos and that's why we were sent there in that section specifically yeah. but, but narrative lore reasons this... it doesn't really make any sense but what you do in this bit after being sent from the sky palace to 65 million bc is journey to the mystic mountains and jump back into the time portal to go to the end of time yep which again just just pop us why didn't just pop us out in the end of time i guess these portals are supposed to connect somewhere so they're so they're trying to be consistent with their lore here they're like well if you go through this portal it has to connect here so this is just another through line through 65 million bc so that's where it's however they are not correct with their fin are they because no. the first time you use a portal you go to the place that you're meant to go to but every time after that you go back to the end of time so we've already we used that portal because we went through it once already so technically so we should have just gone straight back to the end of time the end of time you're right because we've already gone through that portal which was at the um the, the, the very beginning how site. we got there yeah, yeah. The meteor site and 65 million mm. so from the very beginning, we should have just gone straight back to the end of time. So yeah. what um, I'm hearing is that they're consistent and not making any sense. So there you go. Probably they're you go. consistent. They are consistent in their inconsistency. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. After we get to 65 million BC, as Ben said, literally our only goal is to head to the end of time. And that's you can't even get anything. There's no items to get in 65 million. Nope. You can't, and you can't control where you go from there because you go to Mystic Mountain and it just takes you back to the end of time. Yep. <sighs> we go back. Then we talk to Gaspar. Now we're at the the fucking end of time. Who the Gaspar's fuck's Gaspar? Like, isn't isn't he the the like wizard who sits in a at the end of time and gives people advice? Oh, I just know him as the old man. I didn't know he has a name. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe you name, guys named him. His name's Gaspar. Yeah, uh, I don't think I named him. him. Uh, what? No, he. I think that's his name. Okay, cool. You talk to Gaspar, and you're like, whoa. My time travel portal to the time I was just at is gone. There's only that we don't have all nine portals. And he's like, oh, that sucks, man. That's real bad. Well, did you know that someone invented a, a time travel car out of a DeLorean? 
that you might be able to use. <laughs> I was going to uh, say, my doctor friend created a time travel. Yeah. <laughs> right. My doctor friend and his, his buddy Marty, they have a time travel car you can go use. And we're like, why wouldn't you have told us about this the first time we met? And he was like, it slipped my mind. You have to go to the Banger Dome, though, in 2300 AD. Uh, and yeah, yeah listen to some bangers. Uh, and so that's what we do. We go to the future. Back. Yeah to the future we're going back uh, we are literally going past. back to the future i love going back to the future i love the uh, fact that like the whole premise of this whole like uh he he heard of somebody who created this time travel machine right but he's just like oh yeah i forgot to tell you sorry about that like that's that's my bad convenient maybe maybe this was just recently invented and that is not like, how time travel uh, works when you are the time. guardian of time <laughs> time works <laughs> he's like whoa guys i just found out my yeah. time traveling actually ends at 2300 and we can't go any further past <laughs> that. how about how about, so, this? How about just let, me, let me let me give you a more plausible uh defense of the indefensible plot of this game uh how about gaspar the keeper of the end of time already knows what's going to happen and knows exactly when to give us the information mm, about the time card the timeline. Okay. Because he knows that we needed to go find the sky people first and have a conversation with Janice and Shala before we were able to go to the time car. And so he's trying to prevent Lavos from rising because he knows it'll fuck up time. And we, so he's like, see our messing with time is an inevitable like thing we, we, we have can't to travel world. to 1200 bc without having first traveled to 1200 bc and being exiled time travel yep. baby I, I guess that's how it works but then also that raises a whole bunch of other questions as to why he would let us yeah. do it in the fuck up place? like there, there must be some grand plan allowing but, us to go back in time and Gaspar you know witness the fucking origin of Lavos and going yeah. back in time and stopping Magus, there must be some bigger fin at play. Yeah. There, there so either we're in for a fucking amazing end into this game, or we're gonna be left at the end of this game going what the that fuck makes happened? no damn fucking sense. Yeah. Who's uh, to say? Who's to say? We're we're gonna take a quick music break here, and when we come back, we're gonna be talking about twenty three hundred AD and the keeper dome and my inability to find out where to go. Well, we'll see you guys in a second. Isn't that just Ghostbusters? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> Ghostbusters. Wait a minute. I, it was. <laughs> we can't, we can't, we can't claim that one. Unfortunately, we can't do that. Whatever. They'll never know. Technically, that okay. song was stolen. So, That's I'm right. assuming that you guys didn't do any of the backtracking that the walkthrough suggests. No, because uh, now technically. With our charged crystal, we can go back to all of the magic chests we have ever encountered, and we can go and get a bunch See, of stuff from I, everywhere. I backtracked through 600 and 1000 AD to try to get to 2300 AD in specific spots, but did not put two and two together that I can now travel through these to go and open chests that I can do. Which I didn't all you had to do was walk to the top of the fin and teleport to Bangadome and... 
look, did we not? Did we not explain the blast? Was, that was oh there. yeah, I was gonna say. I there was a limited amount of brain function. This section yeah, was when two I of spent us like thirty minutes just confused. I could not get you, through the keeper dome. You was could not, not firing on all the fires. Nope, there was not. There was one cylinder firing. I could not get the keeper dome, and I just wandered around lost. I did the damn like car mini game to get from like the site thirteen or whatever. So many times. Oh god, yeah, Johnny, yeah. Yeah, so I... Okay, so basically now we have this uh, charged crystal. Yeah. And I had Marley with me, and Marley was like, hey, I remember that sigil. We've seen that sigil a bunch of times, and it shows you this, um, like, cutscene kind of of all these different doors in 2300 AD with that sigil on. Yeah, and I remembered when we saw it in the last last section, too. I was like, oh, I remember seeing those in 2300 AD. So I didn't know we were supposed to go to the Keeper Dome because I forgot that the... I remember now the Keeper Dome is the last section of the first time we go to 2300 AD. It's mm-hmm. where we see Lavos's origin and that's where we learn about all of that stuff. So I went up the stairs at the end of time and transported to the Banger Dome mm-hmm. and then began yep. roaming around all of the different domes in the area just finding these doors and when you open these doors there are loads yeah, of chests items behind them yeah that's where and i found the gold I... um the gold thing you were talking about in the last episode the gold stud yeah the gold you got stud, the gold yeah, stud yeah, yeah. you got the thing that increases your health there's a whole mm. bunch of new fucking weapons there's loads and loads of stuff high elixirs um everything and basically i ended up doing the banger dome i did the aris dome i did the sewers and then I ended up running along and I was like, I don't know where the fuck I'm going. And then I saw a new place and I was like, oh, that looks new. And then it was Keeper's Dome. And I was like, oh, I haven't been here yet. Let me explore this place. So I just stumbled across it. Oh, wow. You, and you get to the Keeper's Dome through the sewers, by the way. How you get, that's how you Correct, get to the Keeper's Dome yes. going through the sewers, which is what I couldn't figure out. Yeah, there's, um, there's a certain, you go, you go into the sewers and then there's a certain route you have to take that gives you like a right. second exit that brings yeah. you out. I mean, if, the you, same if you did the sewers already, like we did in the last and uh, way in the beginning of this playthrough, then you kind of already have the routes already out. There's a bridge already down. You just go across that bridge, hit a button, and then you can go through to yes. the Keeper Dome. Um, and if not, if you haven't done it yet, you'd have to go through and fight all the enemies, the one guy that brings you to one HP, and, and do all that as well. Yeah. And I had to, um, I went through site 32 or site 16 whichever one it was and had to fight those fucking shadows that you can only use the magic on so annoying yeah and so i had to go through all of that shit and i lost like two thousand gold to rats they just kept running into me stealing (laughs) 500 i i I just sped up the game going through this and then it was just like mashing a on everything else and then when i got to the the weird spoon ghosts being like okay i have to use magic on them i have to make sure i was really just <laughs> using the um cyclone spin or supersonic spin with robo and uh chrono because that is magic and i'll kill them mm-hmm. but yeah constantly just having rats just to steal 500 gold for me each yeah. time like whatever keep it i got a place to be i things to do i don't yeah. care yeah at that point i was like I, just, I don't give a fuck anymore i just want to find this place that i'm supposed to find and get there yeah. And um, this is when we meet the most important blueberry person of all. Yeah. Um, but we don't know that he is the most important blueberry person of all for the first time. 
there because he's he's sleeping when you first walk past it, right? He's just he's just taking a little nap. He is indeed, yeah. You, I believe it's after you open the door, right? Mm-hmm. You open the door and, and then leave. you walk. Yeah, you walk past the. Um, you open the door and these save spot icons appear, and you're like, "Oh, that's weird." There's like five of them, mm-hmm. and every time you walk up to them, you can't walk past them. You press A, and I thought his name was Balthazar. It's not. What is his name? New Balthazar. No, the guy who made the epoch. Oh, Balthazar. The... Yeah, Balthazar's the guy Balthazar. who made it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and basically, it's pre-recorded messages yeah. um, that he is leaving in case he fucks up what he's trying to do. And he is like, I have invented this machine. It is the wings of time. Go forth and use it to uh, stop the end of the world. Because if you've made Go it this forth far... And use it to fuck up the timeline even more than <laughs> even you more. Yeah, he's like, oh, if you've made it this far, then you are the chosen one who's going to stop the end of the world. So go and use my machine. And you go to walk up to it, and I was pressing fucking A nonstop, spamming it, running around this. I also could not figure out how to get in this goddamn machine. So when you look at it the first time, that's why I'm saying it's the time egg, because it looks like an egg to me. But when you see the actual sprite, it's like a fucking corvette or something it's like a car well also because there's, there's a animated cutscene that plays as well as we when we get into it where mm. chrono runs and jumps into it and it looks very much like that This is the dumbest thing, is you try to get into it and you can't. And you're like, oh, well, fuck, maybe I forgot something. So you go to run backwards and the fucking blueberry dude walks up to you and it's just like, oh, yeah, I forgot the seats. Here you go. He hadn't installed the seats yet. Got to put a booster in there for, uh, I, for Robo. I talked, the weird thing is I talked to him beforehand, before I went and done it. And he was like, mumbled something. He was like, oh, the seats. And I was just like, okay, that's I just a throwaway line, whatever. Um, and then Don't I couldn't get into it. Don't forget the seats. He was uh, number yeah, one. Uh, uh, now we have access to the Wings of Time, which, oh my gosh, it, it has a name, and I'm blanking on its name. Epoch. You can name this vehicle. Epoch. Epic. That's mm-hmm. what I called it. Epic. Epoch. Uh, I just we loved it the same. Epoch. Yeah, we, yeah. Loved it. we loved it the same as well. But now you get, like I said, a fun, cool anime cutscene that shows Chrono jumping into this thing, it lifting off the ground and shoots into time space. Yeah. This like, now, where's the one place we want to go? The one place we just were fucking kicked out from. Back to twelve. Right. We, have to, we have to go back and figure out all that shit because we got locked out of it and we can't go there anymore. So now we have to go back to twelve thousand BC. Which yeah. uh, what this does is now we can freely travel through these very distinct points in time without having to use time gate. Mm-hmm. But. The way that you do it is you get a weird uh, speedo dial mm-hmm. that you adjust oh, yeah. to the needle of where you want to go. Right. And um, you can now go wherever the fuck you want. 
So it's really convenient that uh, you know Belthazar only included the places we have been before in the mm-hmm. speedo dial of time instead of just yeah. being able to set any time. the time gates were, and so he created a point for each one of the time gates. Yeah, I guess so. But that's not true because 1999 isn't on there, which is the day that Levos comes out of the Earth. So, wait, 1999 sense. is on there. It's on the dial. Is it? Yeah. Oh, well, I eat my words. I didn't look for it. I remember I just, as I was scrolling through it, I was like, that's weird. That's one that we haven't seen before. But I was like, I'm going to 1000 BC. I have to ask, does this mean that the whole having to go to the end of time is only related to the gates and the gate key? Because yes. with Epoch, we can just go wherever the fuck we want and we yes. don't have to go to the end yes. of time. Correct. Yes. So does that mean then that the gate key limits us because it's something to do with Lavos's magic? Because I'm assuming that that's where the time travel comes from. I mean, from. we learned we learned from 65 million BC, like you just said, that the energy from Lavos hitting the ground in that spot, that energy of Lavos is what creates these time gates. So mm. maybe, like you said, they're distinctly, the gates and the keys are distinctly connected to Lavos specifically, where our little epoch is He's pooping not. out time gates wherever he goes. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But hey. Uh, but hey, 12,000 BC. Yeah. Um, now we uh, climb some chains? Uh, I think that's after we fight them. Maybe not. We, we get back to here and we had to head towards the Terra Cave. And the Terra Cave is when we find the Enlightened Ones. We had to talk to yes. the Enlightened Ones, which are in the cave. Yes, but that is... We have to climb the chains to get there first Ah. so we're climbing up these weird chains into the clouds um and onto the skyway but then any of this yeah we end up finding they call them the earthbound ones because they are the they are the non-magic users who are defined to the they are stuck to the ground they can't go anywhere yep um and this is where I bought a shit ton of fucking armor and a shit ton of weapons, and he he sells like so much stuff. He sells like a lumen robes, flash mail. Yeah, so I the need to buy some of this stuff. The Jesus lumen Christ. robe, the lumen robe is like one of the best armors for magic users, and then the flash mail is like the best armor for physical people, or one of them. He has a megaton arm, which means that Robo does like a hundred and thirty something attack, or like it's ridiculous, man. You have to. Have I'm going to go, go back. back to so I'm guy. still just in this cave before we climb up the weird vines. So I'll go back here and, and I'll do, I'll buy all this stuff because I imagine yeah. I have, there's a ton of magic. I mean, but, I um, gold. now we go all the way down to the bottom, and uh, we get down to the bottom, and there's a save point. We save, and then people are like, "Hey." You can't go in there. Um, that's the tunnel, and there's monsters in the tunnel, and they're going to kill you if you go in there. Because they don't have magic. They have no way of protecting themselves. And we're like, ah, you clearly <laughs> don't know who we are. Loser. We are, we are the fucking villains of time. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> we are the evil <laughs> of time the wizards. So the fuck we, want. Uh, we go in, and we. I thought I was going to walk in and fuck these people up. Problem. I I could have used Marley, but in my party I have Marley, Isla, and Chrono. They're my three that I've stuck with so far. Yeah. Um. So this boss fight 
kind of screwed me over a little bit because yeah. uh, there's also, some elemental weaknesses you can take advantage of. Right. There's elemental weaknesses you can take advantage of. Also, Luca apparently is the easy mode. If you have Luca, then this boss fight is just completely simple. It's what I've read the description, which I didn't use Luca at all. Oh, really? Interesting. Well, I don't yeah, know why you, like you use Luca as a hypno wave on the beasts and they'll fall asleep, which oh. you would just beat up after they're asleep. That's fucking, yeah. that's genius shit. Uh, but yeah, this is the boss fight for this section, which is the Mud Imp, mud imp and Red and Blue Beast. It, it is kind of interesting how the the natives of this were like, oh, don't go in there. And there's monsters in there. And because they don't have magic, these two creatures are weak against water and fire, respectively, and the opposite colors of them. Uh, water, red is weak against water, wa- uh, blue is weak against fire. But they don't have magic, so they can't really damage these creatures, which I thought was interesting. I was like, that's a cool knot. That, that makes sense. This is a dangerous place. They don't have magic. They're like, oh, don't go in there. Even though these aren't anything crazy. Like the imp has 1,200 um, HP and then both the beasts have 5,000. Mm-hmm. The problem is the imp, mud imp will also just heal these beasts constantly. Like yeah, he'll just like, is... heal them so much, which is what where the pain why, came why from. Why you got to kill the imp fight. first? Yeah, so I, I started off, I was exactly. like, oh man, those beasts are fucking tough looking. Let me focus on them. So I focused on them yeah. and then was like, hmm, this dude keeps healing them. So that's when I switched tactics. I found out yeah. if I press space on my keyboard, it mutes my microphone, which was a very interesting thing to <laughs> find like, out. I was like, you took a really long what, pause what and I was happened? like, what happened? <laughs> I accidentally hit it when I was like playing with my phone. I was like, oh, fuck. Um, yeah, so once I once I focused the imp and I got rid of the imp, there was no healing going on. It was yeah. he, also <laughs> the imp actually killed the red beast for me because he does this fin where he throws mud balls at the beasts and yeah. it like aggro's them and they charge in a straight well, line. The, the the other gimmick with both of the beasts is every time you hit them with a physical attack, it increases their attack. So what the mud ip does is the mud oh. ip will attack them himself to increase the beast's attack. So every time they're getting hit, their their attacks getting boosted. So now they're doing more damage as well. Oh. Yeah, but then what he was doing? Yeah, good little yeah. beast. He, just won't be he, left alone. he threw a mud ball at the red beast, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" And then the red beast just disappeared. I was like, <laughs> "Sucker, yeah, fucking idiot." It. That's a that's a programming problem. It should be like if beast at this health, no mud bomb because he'll just <laughs> yeah. kill the beasts at, at lower health. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh wait, no, there are no chains in this section. I've played into the next section accidentally. Ignore oh, me. Well, that's what I was talking about. Because after this, you're at the, like the weird like vine chains. And that's yeah. No, end. that that's what I started doing. Yeah. Scratch the record, guys. Um, yeah. I. Psh- did you get um, hit with their X strike? They have like an X strike yes. attack. Well, the and mud imp will like sucks. jump on the back of either one of these beasts and like charge towards the characters, and it's like the X strike that um, Chrono and um, Frog have. Yeah, that fucking sucks. That does a shit ton of damage. Yeah, but I mean, once you defeat the mud imp, they're pretty straightforward. It it is interesting trying to balance like healing and attacking because attacking them also raises their attack, which means they're doing more damage. So I did find myself doing like a lot of just taking multiple turns to heal. And then mm-hmm. attacking and doing things like that too because of of that exact situation, which is kind of the issue I had because yeah. I had Marley, which counts as water, which was fine against the red one, mm-hmm. but then I had Isla, who doesn't know magic whatsoever, and Chrono, who only has lightning. So 
it, it could have gone a lot smoother for me. Um, yeah, same. But... I, I only have, and, and this might be bad using Robo and Isla because Chrono is my only magic user. I only had lightning. So I was just using physical oh, attacks yeah, on true, them yeah. and just, just plugging away at it because Isla and Robo don't have magic. I did try Frog for a little while in this leg um, and I just didn't, I didn't like him. I don't know what it was. He just doesn't. Oh, frog. He already no, has, he, he has a shattered ego. He, he doesn't have the same. He just isn't as good as the other characters, okay? I'm I mean, if you're going to use like... water, I think that using Marley is fine. <laughs> right? Like... The, way you, the way you said that was awesome. <laughs> Trying just... to find justification is be like, he's just not as good, okay? <laughs> he's not a good character. His attacks aren't that powerful. He can do some healing to one yeah, he party member. In half but his magic when you compare him to, like you said, Marley, right? Marley can do higher water damage to one enemy or to all enemies right. and she can heal one person in my party for like 400 and something health like why the fuck would i have frog for a water and like person when i can have marley it doesn't make any yeah. sense yeah it really doesn't um but yeah after you beat both of these the mud imp and the red and blue beasts that's it you beat the trio and you go and there's this this Yay. vine this vine chain that leads up and that's the end of the chapter which is why i confused myself because you don't know where the chapters end in this game until you save so i climbed right. up those vine got to the next save point and it was like the whatever the name well, of the next one is like mountain of woe or some shit the guru out at, at, on mount woe is what it is there you go yeah so when i saw the name of the chapter change in the save file i was like oh okay i can I can finish here. Yeah. I after after beating this, I just double checked the the walkthrough and it was like after you beat the trio, you'll officially be in the next chapter. And I was like, Oh, that all right, cool, we're done. <laughs> just save state done. Save I don't have that done. luxury. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, okay. Well let's let's get into kind of our our summary of how we're feeling about Chrono Trigger in this section specifically. We would have been last time, so Kai, we'll start with you this time. Oh good. How exciting for me. Uh, how did you feel was, about these two chapters? I was uh, I was um, on some apple juice last night, uh, keeping it PG for the kids, uh, and I got too much sugar in my system, um, and so I was like falling which... asleep as I was trying to beat this last boss yeah, just Jesus on my Christ. bed next. I to was me. like <laughs> so fucking boring. Like, okay, I don't understand why there's future people who can banish us from time and why they don't just solve the problems in the first place. Clearly, they the hero. Oh, this doesn't make any sense. They have time travel access. They understand way more context than us. They clearly know that we're bad. So, like, can't at this point, can't we just all look at each other and agree? Like, okay, clearly there's some people who are more qualified than us who are working to solve these problems. Maybe we should just go back to our time and like relax and 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 just see what happens. Because like, wh why, why, why is it up to you? You know nothing. You, you literally thought you invented time travel and then learned that you were, like, not special at all. You just accidentally happened upon it. You didn't even know what the fuck you were doing. So, like, yeah. what is our motivation? What are we trying to... If, if we know that there's people out here who are already trying to stop Lavos or who have harnessed his power and are not concerned about what he's going to do, like, it doesn't affect you. It's even outside of your timeline. 
that's you brought up an interesting point it it seems it's funny when we go into the chambers of the queen and they're like oh they're like the evil doers they know about lavos and his power harnessed it but yet we're the they look at us as the bad thing and not lavos they're like oh there's the bringers of destruction and it's us not lavos lavos is the bringer of life to them like he he's the thing that allowed their entire existence i just thought that's funny to think about and we're here to stop it and they're like "Mm, no you don't yeah i mean and then the time car thing that like no one is using that just exists for plot like just exists for the benefit like it's not like oh in the future everyone had time cars and there's just like one functioning one that's left over that's been garaged it's like someone invented a thing for us to use it but like mm-hmm. for some reason we're the only ones who have access to it at this point it just doesn't make any fucking sense or like, even if it was like a prototype of something that never got made and we're using yeah. the prototype like the, the idea that this guy made a time vehicle specifically for the people he knew was going to save the world is just kind of weird to me. It's stupid. Um, yeah. And then this boss was lame. The Mud Imp and Red and Blue Beast was probably yeah. one of the weaker bosses since the beginning of the game. They're not very yeah. interesting. It's like they look like the normal monsters that we fight anyway uh there's no real gimmick to it that is like oh okay it's classic opposite color weakness and healing third party like couldn't be more cliche if it wanted to um so yeah i mean it's gonna be nice not having to fuck with the time portal thing moving forward and just be able to use oh jesus christ yeah if if any if any benefit from epoch is is that (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's that's nice. And, like, I get that they were trying to find a way to do that, but, like, how about not a fucking car? How about just, like, I don't know, a pendant that we steal a from time the horse time period? They know that time portals exist, and we just go, oh, this pendant lets us travel anywhere in time because they figured that shit out because they're more qualified than us because they understand things that we don't even, we can't even comprehend in our little, little gooby minds. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah. So, whatever as assumed and as i've said since i think the third episode of doing this when i had a slight change of heart momentarily and i was like oh i get it i don't get it anymore (laughs) this is this is bad it doesn't make any fucking sense and i and and we had the argument last episode that like oh some people just don't play games for the story some people just play games for the experience and like okay well, nothing interesting happened in these sections. It was just confusing and hard. So it's like, give you that. Give what are you, you getting you out that. of this? I'll give you that. No- nothing. That's my rant. Conclusion. Okay, Benji. Summation time. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to say about this section. Um. You know, we we got back. We got Epoch awesome Mm -hmm. um yeah i don't know this this again this section just kind of felt really insignificant and it felt like a way of giving us this really cool item but then it doesn't make sense why we got it it doesn't make sense why it exists yeah see i had the opposite effect i thought this was significant and i'm just like not understanding like in in the game sense like in the game's Mm -hmm. world like this seems like a significant time and and that's the thing as well it's like how why it's like you're given this glimpse of what is clearly something important right because it's like these people 
they know of Levos. They're siphoning his energy to give themselves magic and power and dominance over these earthbound people. But then you're just fucking cast out of it before you can make sense of what's going on. Yeah. And, you know, the only thing I can think, and I spoke about it a little bit before, is that because of how we're breaking it up, like maybe this yeah, Mount Woe section <clears throat> is going to be the culmination of our journey to 1200 BC and is going to mm-hmm. make everything make sense. And, you know, why the queen is so tyrannical and, you know, is it just her or maybe the way that they're siphoning Lavos's magic is causing her to be a certain way or something. Like, I don't know. Right. I'm... I'm not sold on this section, but I'm slightly optimistic that the next leg mm-hmm. is going to explain the importance of everything that we've just done. Because at the minute, yeah. it just, it's just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I agree with you in terms of obviously what I come to these for is like the cool boss fights and the, the get the gameplay, these, both of these boss fights. I mean, it seemed like the goal was like significantly hard just to be hard. And it's like, cool. If you can do this, that's cool. And you beat him. And if not, we're still going to progress the story anyways. Mm. There was nothing really interesting about the goal. And then like Kai was saying, the mud Ip and the red and blue beasts kind of just seemed like normal enemies. I mean, the mud Ips can't usually heal. So I guess they just added that, but it's like, you were saying two enemies that have the reverse weakness of their color, and then a third one that heals. You aggro the healer, and then you just pluck away at the health of the other two, and then just try to stay alive and heal. So nothing too crazy there. Like I was saying with Ben, I think like in in terms of like the game, this part feels really important. Like they're giving us this information that feels like it's very significant to the overall like plot that they're going with these people that have access to Lavos and they are harnessing his energy. The most interesting part of this whole thing is what I was just saying, where we come there and we know Lavos as the, the, the harbinger of death and destruction. And when they see us, they're like, they're the bringers of evil. We know about Lavos. Cool dude. You are the bad guys. That's the most interesting part of this whole thing is that we're yeah. the ones that get sh- shown shown away and, and banished from it and nothing it's, about Lavos, which is interesting. It's almost like he's like, a fucking deity or something. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. they're worshiping him and mm-hmm. we're here to try and take that away. So. Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious to see, and like, like what, like Ben was saying, maybe this third section, the, the gurus at Mount Woe is kind of the, like coming together of all this stuff in 12,000 BC that we've been doing. So I'm actually kind of curious and interested to see how that plays out, hopefully in a significant and less <laughs> confusing way as these last two, two sections were. Um, yeah. The, the, space delorean time travel delorean is I, I guess convenient in a gameplay sense of now we don't have to worry about the end of time and going through that but also really weird in the story sense like you were saying someone was creating this why couldn't we just have gone there at any point of time i mean kai brought up the point that maybe fucking garth brooks or whatever his name is gasper <laughs> wanted to <laughs> He wanted to, he's, he's very, he's being very intentional in uh, his information delivery of maybe he knows more than we do. And there has to be a very specific path that we go on to, to end the reign of evil. That is Lavos. Maybe ending the reign of evil is he's leading us to our demise. Maybe we're the evil ones and we have to go through this path and he's just leading us to our own demise. I don't know, but maybe that's why he was not telling us about the, the, the space car. 
I mean, maybe, yeah, like you said, maybe there's a certain, you know, Finns have to happen for the end result to happen the way it is. Yeah. He's he's a protector of the timeline. Right. Rather than just some old dude. And he's like, in order to protect, the, protect the timeline, these are the routes. He has the, the what's the, the Zach Galifianakis meme where he has all like, the uh, equations going around his head? He knows all. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> yeah, he's or, just like, okay. Think about it just... this way. A bunch of 30-year-old Japanese men were uh, overworked and behind and had to push a game through to get something published and now yeah, we're I don't left. know if there was any if there was any crunch with chrono trigger i don't i don't know that information was that i don't know but i would very imagine much so. imagine the crunch was worse well, well crunch in our time there. and then crunch in the 90s was just like oh yeah this is what you do there's no also, problem this is what's expected like, there's a whole issue a societal issue in japan societal, of yeah. uh, work overworking japan yeah so even though i thought the section was was pretty mid not super excited about kind of the gameplay stuff that happened and a little confused about the story stuff the interesting thing about us and our relationship with lavos and our relationship to these these enlightened ones and the earthbound ones i think is interesting i'm curious to see where that uh where that plays out and in, into the next section yeah, yeah man Cautiously optimistic. I'm very, very cautious. What is that? What is that? I hear on the horizon. It's not Indiana Jones. Is it the new theme of the recommended section that we have in here? Do you know what? You somehow made it sound very JRPG-ish. That was that was very that was that was good. I appreciate that. I really do appreciate that. Over here, we're in the recommended section of this. And in the last episode, I tasked the boys. The theme was to bring your favorite or recommend to the audience some of your favorite 2D platformers. Did we not already do this? No. As much as I thought we didn't, we didn't. We must not. So that, when I was pitching this in the last episode, I was also confused. I was like, did we do this? I don't remember. I don't think we've done I 2D s- platformers. I swear we did this. Anyway, 2D platformers. Maybe if we have, we're doing more. What? I said, if we have done it, we're doing more. We're doing more. We're doing more. Uh, I'll just start since I uh, recommended the theme. Um, one that I always pitch, and that's an indie darling, is Celeste. I will. I had a feeling tell, he was going to say. I will Celeste. tell people to play Celeste till the cows come home. Celeste is such a cool game. Not only is it like visually appealing in its art style, has really cool music. The platform, if you like difficult platformers, something that's a little challenging, Celeste is definitely that. And not only after you beat the game, there's a lot of extra content that you can go and play afterward. But of the whole theme and the idea of the game tackling, you know, insecurities and anxieties with the main character, you know, she's trying to climb this mountain. And the entire time, her, her, her like I said, her anxieties and her weaknesses are literally in a physical form of an evil version of herself there's lots of times she'll come in the mirror and there'll be a dark evil version of herself that's trying to drag her down the mountain so a lot of cool like nods to mental health and focusing on that and what that means to tackle and overcome that uh another one that i really like that um it's a really good platform in general dog and country tropical freeze i think honestly that is probably one of my favorite 2d platformers i think it just does platforming really well um and it's donkey kong country i mean how can you not like donkey kong it's a great it's a great platformer uh that's a good one for uh, co-op too if you're playing if you want something to do co-op and to play with a friend having two people play tropical freeze and it's on switch so you can check it out there um 
I think the last one I'll do here just <laughs> 17 on your list. <laughs> exactly. No, I'm gonna do three. Uh, my last one is Super Mario World. I think that out of the Super Mario games, that's probably my favorite. And I think that one does a really cool thing with introducing kind of new power-ups while also keeping that Mario platformer kind of feel to it, but mixing it up with fun things like Yoshi and new power-ups. And uh, I love Yoshi. Yoshi. I love my, my boy Yoshi. Uh, but those are mine. What about mm. y'all? What about you guys? Ben? Okay. Kai was so primed to go. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you go. You go. Kai, do you want to oh, jump me? in? Yeah, I have one because that's the point of this is to recommend one thing, not three. Uh, I don't also, remember that being. Uh, I don't remember that stipulation either. Let me shame people and also feel good about myself. Uh, I don't really particularly like two D platformers, to be honest. Was, and I'm pretty so sure last well. time we did this, I talked about Inside uh, as one that I enjoyed. Those indie, indie games is what you were thinking. Of. Oh well, anyway, yeah. this is not an indie game. This is a game I enjoyed though despite it being a 2D platformer, which is Rayman Origins. Uh, I was someone who uh, enjoyed the Rayman games, uh, not the first one, because that was also a 2D uh, platformer. I didn't actually play the first one, but the 3D Rayman games I did play, um, and they were enjoyable. And then me and Jared, during the pandemic, played Rayman Origins, uh, which was a good time. A good game overall. I enjoyed it, surprisingly, despite it being a 2D platformer. Uh, and faithful to the uh, Rayman franchise. So if you're someone yeah. who enjoyed those games and wants uh, to reconnect with that franchise, I believe it came out in 2019, maybe earlier than that. It's quite, it was like quite PS3. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, there's but... there's Legends too. Legends is the newest one, and then Origins was the one that was on 360. Okay. Oh, whatever. I'm thinking Legends. Okay. Yeah. One of those, <clears throat> uh, so probably not 2019, probably like 2016 uh, or yeah. whatever. But yeah, it's a good game. Give it a try. That's my record. Also, there's really fun like musical sections in that game where you like platform to the beat of the music. So fun. Love that shit. Well, funny Little enough. Rhythm ho. You mentioning platforming and rhythm, because I'm nice. gonna recommend Guitar Hero. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> recommend uh, a game that I recommended when we done our indie thing, which is a game called Clang. Um, which is a Clang. 2D K L A N G, a 2D rhythm based platform combat game in which you have to uh, fight enemies and bosses in time to the rhythm of the music playing in the background. Mm -hmm. Absolutely fucking brilliant game. It's like dirt cheap on Steam. You can get it for less than a tenner. Uh, Fucking just great game. Great, great game. Go play it. Uh, I'm going to second Super Mario World. I played Super Mario World for the first time this year, which is crazy. Oh, really? To say. Oh, I do remember you um, doing that. Yeah. Based off of the recommendation of Eric from uh, Unlockables and Sidequesting. And I played it on Nintendo Switch Online. Fucking loved it. Did you finish uh, it? I did finish it. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. I dabbled in some of the other Marios. I played like Mario 3 and everything. And. Of the ones that I've played, I ain't gonna lie. I think World's my favorite. I need to play Yoshi. uh, I need to play the Yoshi Island game because apparently that's very good. Those are good if if you can get past the baby Mario crying every uh, time you get hit. That's the only issue with that game. Um, But of the ones I've played so far, Super Mario World, fucking amazing. Um, And then 
Ori and the Blind Forest. I think oh, I this. I haven't played Ori. I need to play oh, it. Oh, dude. I played it for uh, a Get Wrecked with Richard from Desert Island. Mm-hmm. He played Hollow Knight, which is not a 2D platformer, but has some good 2D platforming. Yeah. Um, but Ori and the Blind Forest is probably the most smooth and flowing 2D platformer I've ever played. Yeah. I, I've played a tiny bit of it. And not only that, but Jesus Christ, the score, like the music. Oh, the, and Ori the music and the is Forest. amazing. The art Fantastic. style and the environments are just gorgeous. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. And then lastly, I'm not going to talk about it too much. I got, I know. See, I know. Ben has 17 I, know. On this list. I only did three. Okay. I got four. And one of them was one that Jared recommended. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've got to talk about Sonic the Hedgehog 2. The OG Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Um, I like Sonic 2. I played that for a good awesome. We did a great together with for that. We did, we did. Yeah, go listen to that one as well. It's awesome. But yeah, you can't you can't beat some OG Sonic, in my opinion. And Sonic 2 is the best one. I know, Sonic Frontiers. It's coming out. It's getting... It's coming out, but it's also not a 2D platformer. So That's fair. That's fair. Well, those are our 2D platformers. Go check them out. We recommend them all to you. We think they're all great games. We don't have guys, any Discord ones because, you know, recording, recording issues and stuff. Back, back to back. And I could have put a message in, but then if they did it after the recording, I wouldn't have got it in. So yeah, be next time. Next yeah. time. Uh, but speaking of next time, Ben, <laughs> what are we recommending to the people for next week? Okay. We'll set the stipulation, right? We'll say free. From now on, all of our free <laughs> maximum, okay? Because I've been recommending like seven documentaries and shit. So free maximum. <laughs> you can do one. You could do two, but you have to can't do more than three. Animated movies. Ooh. Wait, 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 wait. Do anime Ooh. movies count? Oh, jeez. Yeah, that's an animated movie, dog. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that I got no. the rules right. If I didn't want to come with anime if, movies and be shamed. If it is a movie that is animated, then yeah. yes. Now, the stipulation Ooh. I'm putting on is it has to be fully animated, so it can't be a movie with an animated section. If that exists, I like don't Who Framed Roger Rabbit kind of situation. And that's the other one I was going to say. Who Framed Roger Rabbit or Space Jam. Anything that mixes real Two. with animated oh, doesn't work. Fucking banger classics, but okay. Who Framed, Who Framed Roger, Roger Rabbit, Rabbit is fucking fantastic. amazing. So good. Original Space Jam, also really good. Original Space Jam, also good. Original I was a little Space basketball Jam. ho when I was a kid, so that's why I love that. Were a New Space Jam, not so much, but we won't discuss Haven't that. Seen that. Oh, well. Yes, we are going to be recommending... Cool animated movies uh and this time we'll put that in the discord so you all can give us your favorite recommended uh movies animated movies so we do that indeed cool so guys let's put let's put a little bow on this wrap it up here in the next section we'll, we, we will be tackling uh the chapters the guru at mount woe and what lies beyond of chrono trigger we're getting close I we're getting close like to the end. Three of- more legs, right? Yeah, we only have three more episodes to go through, and then we are done with Chrono Trigger. I know it feels like we are a Chrono Trigger podcast at this point because we've been and doing it for so long. It's whatever JRPG I decide to recommend. <laughs> no, I will fucking quit. I want you to know. <laughs> yeah, you this have- next game better be like indie and have a cool story to it, and Nickus feel sad because mm. Kai was going to quit the we'll podcast if he has to do another JRPG this soon after <laughs> Chrono Trigger. Look, I don't even care what it is as long as it has like a cohesive narrative where I can talk about story. <laughs> this is all I care about. Maybe. No, also, no, go uh, 
check to some of the people in our Discord. I can't think of everyone, but for some reason, everyone's been making Chrono Trigger content at the minute. Yeah, so, so many. Dave Jackson came out with the Chrono Trigger episode. There's so many people that have... It's Chrono Trigger month, apparently. It's in the air, because mm-hmm. everyone, everyone decided to do Chrono Trigger stuff this month. Everyone's talking Chrono Trigger, so go yeah. check out some of that shit. Yeah, for sure. Okay, we'll get out of here, guys. We love you. We'll see you in the next episode with more Chrono Trigger. Peace out, guys. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye.